Welcome back to the Style Success Podcast, where we're talking about enhancing your confidence and celebrating you. I am so excited because this episode of the podcast is jam-packed. I have a really special guest. I had the opportunity to sit down and chat with Miss Jessica Lynn Sage. She's someone that I absolutely adore and I've been following her, working with her and had the opportunity to be a part of her community for quite a while now and I can't get enough of her and I'm so excited to introduce you to her because I know you're going to adore her just as much as I do. But before I share all of that, I want to make sure that you're invited over to my private Facebook community, the Style Success Society. Just go over to Facebook type in the search bar, Style Success Society. Before you ask to come into the group though, I do need to ask you to make sure that you're reading the description and the guidelines thoroughly before asking to come in the group because I do stick to them. So if I see anything that's kind of going off on what I have set forth as far as guidelines, I am going to have to stay true to what I feel is right for the community. So just a little disclaimer there. But otherwise, I would love to hang out with you on all the other social media channels. Pretty much everything is under my name, Mallory Sills, except for my business page on Facebook, which is Image Success by Mallory. So we got that going on. And of course, I'm super excited because this episode of the podcast is brought to you by one of my latest obsessions. You know that I'm all about versatility when it comes to style and Durant Brand watches have they've truly made it possible to have one watch that you can wear multiple ways they have watches that you're able to change out the bands super super easy they have gorgeous options and their price points are amazing truly I'm kind of obsessed. I've been telling everyone about it. I'm dying. I'm itching. Mine is on its way and I am just itching to get it because I have some super fun bands that I picked out and I know it's going to be gorgeous. Um, So go check it out. It's D-U-R-A-N-T. B-R-A-N-D. So go check that out if you haven't already because you're missing out. Uh, They're great gifts. They, you know, even if you just want to give yourself a little gift, we're talking about self-care on this episode. So give yourself a little bit of self-care. But truly, watches are typically something that we're not able to wear in more than one way. Typically, when you buy a watch, That's what you get. But they've really made it super easy to interchange it, mix it up. You can wear one one strap at the office and you can switch it out and wear a completely different option for the evening. So super fun. Go check it out. They're offering 10% off to you lovely listeners when you enter style success in your checkout. Um, So you're already getting a great watch at a great price and they're giving you a little special bonus. And I know that up until February 14th, which is today as I'm recording this, happy Valentine's Day, they are doing free gift wrapping. So go get it because then you can get a little present to yourself or a little something special for someone else. But go check it out. It's super fun. And I mean, what's not to love about a versatile watch? But I'm going to wrap up for this part and 
get right into the interview that I had the opportunity to sit down with Jessica Lynn Sage on because I can't wait any longer to share everything with you. I know you're going to love it. Enjoy and happy Valentine's Day. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Style Success Podcast. I am super excited because I have a very special guest, Jessica Lynn Sage. Hey, Jess. Hi, Mallory. I'm so excited because Jess is probably one of my favorite people like to talk to <laughs> and work with. I've worked with you personally for like I guess I I guess I started working with you or following you about a year for about a year now. Mm-hmm. Um but we connected because I found you on Periscope and I immediately remember the first Periscope that I watched of yours, I was like hey, this girl is amazing because you just have such a unique and you have such a unique way of looking at life and a really great way of <laughs> explaining things, which is why I reached out to you to come on the show. So before I get into all of that, would you mind introducing yourself to everyone? Tell us a little bit about you. Okay, absolutely. I am Jocelyn Sage, or Jocelyn, um, and I essentially am what you would call like a spiritual teacher. Um, I'm really big on manifesting and really helping people to understand how they are uniquely designed to manifest. So I still haven't come up with, you know, a proper title for that, but <laughs> so I kind of stick with the whole spiritual teacher, speaker type of thing. And, yeah, I'm just really big on really empowering women to break through their limited beliefs, their limited uh, patterns and things of that nature, and helping them really realize that the way that they're meant to manifest is dependent on their soul. It's not necessarily based on something that you would read in a book, like, hey, let's create a vision board and let's do this and that. It's very individuated based on their soul. And so once we can break through those limited beliefs and those patterns and those soul scripts, all that woo shit. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Once we break through <laughs> that, um, then people are really able to realize, oh, this is how I'm meant to manifest. And it's really a rinse and repeat type of thing. You just keep doing it and keep doing it once you know how to manifest. So, yeah, that's, that's yeah. in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. And, I mean, you already know I've told you so many times that I just, I love your work and you like really have opened my eyes personally as to like different things that you just do in your daily life that can like open up a whole other world that you never knew kind of existed. You know, I feel like in the past year since I first went through your online course that you have, like you don't even realize the different things that you do on a daily basis that could be blocking really amazing things from coming into your life, which is really cool and super exciting once you figure out like what it is that you're doing that could potentially be blocking those things, which obviously brings me to our overall topic for today, which is self-care. And just to give the listeners a little bit of a background here I've been like I said I've been wanting to have Jess on the show for a while and I kept trying to figure out what exactly the topic would be and I was kind of like I don't know if if Jess would even want to be on this show and I was like (laughs) I don't even I was trying to figure out 
how, like, what would make the most sense for to share, like, your gifts with my listeners because I know that people who listen can so benefit from the advice that you have to give. And a couple of weeks ago, you did a post in your private Facebook group about self-care. And I was like, okay, game over. Like, this is what, <laughs> this is what I need <laughs> just to come chat about because I talk about self-care so much on the show, like using your style as a form of self-care and even just like people who have listened to the show before or are listener, have been listeners for a while, like they know I'm really big on self-care. And I know that so many people are like, yeah, 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 I know I should take care of myself. But then they kind of continue to not really actually do it, mm-hmm. which is why I thought it would be perfect for you to share some of your perspective on self-care and how it can kind of – like you were saying in your post, like block abundance essentially, right? Yeah, absolutely. So can you share like a little bit on like maybe give people a little bit of an insight as to like your perspective of self-care and what it can really do for your life in general? Yeah, you know, self-care is one of those things that I think you know, when you hear the word, you're just kind of like, okay, that's woo, like what? Or even if it's not, even if you don't think it's woo, you're just like, okay, it's crunchy, it's granola, it's like whatever, like why do I need to do self-care? I know that's how I felt about it at least for the longest time. I was just like, that word sort of triggered me. (laughs) And uh, rightfully so because I struggled with self-care for a long time, like really all of my life. Um, I really struggle with the whole, like, what is this human body? Like, I don't really get it. I don't really get how I'm supposed to take care of it. And I know that sounds really weird, but (laughs) it's like when you're really woo, I think a lot of us do tend to um, not be that grounded. We don't really know how to take care of our physical body. And being an entrepreneur really helped me to understand that self-care is a priority. It has to be a priority. And, um, you know, it's just like, again, back to the abundance. If you can, you know, just pick something. It can be one thing a day that makes you feel really good, makes you feel amazing, something that is going to be your ritual, your go-to thing, and incorporate that in your life, right? Like self-care doesn't have to be you going to the spa every single week unless that resonates, right? Like self-care, for me, self-care is going to the gym. Once I realized that I was completely obsessed with the gym, and weightlifting, that became my abundance attractor. Um, Same for when I switched over to a plant-based sort of diet. It really, for me, that was my abundance attractor. That was my self-care abundance attractor. So self-care really does have to be, it's very individuated. It definitely has to resonate with your soul. Um, Again, back to the whole manifesting and alignment with your soul, um, self-care is going to be very individuated. So for you, it could be like you, Mallory, it's definitely all about fashion and style and really figuring out, you know, what is your unique signature style? You know, that's what self-care is for you, buying an amazing pair of heels, like I see you have on Instagram, right? Like that's (laughs) for you. So it's like we really do have to figure out what self-care is for us um, so we're not triggered into thinking self-care has to be, you know, going to the spa or getting a pedicure or, 
you know, even for some people, self-care may not be eating a plant-based diet, right? Like, you really have to find what works for you. But once you do, it's, it's amazing. You immediately attract abundance. It's so funny because that's why I had to write that post in my group because it was like I noticed that my diet, even though I'm still plant-based, I started incorporating, like, a few more processed foods, and I was like, I could tell my abundance level was going down compared to when I was fully raw. My abundance level was up. Like I was having a lot more opportunities, a lot more clients coming to me, um, just a lot more clarity in general about what I wanted to do with my business and my purpose. And then once I started, you know, kind of um, waning and incorporating more processed foods, then I started to notice, again, like the abundance level was going down. And as soon as I started to incorporate more raw again, the abundance level shot back up. So that's just very individual for me, right? Again, you do have to find what works for you. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. And and that's something that I've noticed. I was telling you before we started recording is when I work with clients, and it, it's a similar way because I talk about, or I've talked in the past about how Get even just like getting dressed in clothes that feel good to you. It can be a form of self care, like you said. It doesn't yeah. have to be this big, giant thing. And I feel like that's where that's why a lot of people probably don't put a lot of emphasis on self care because they feel like mm-hmm. it has to be like this giant thing of like going and getting a massage or like whatever. But it doesn't. Yeah, it can be. Like, you know, but you don't have, that doesn't, that's not the only way that you can take care of yourself. It can truly be, like, put some clothes on that make you feel really, really great. And I was mentioning to you, I've noticed a lot of my clients when they start to dress in a way that's just truly who they are as individuals, like, just, you know, very them. Um, they suddenly do begin to have a lot more abundance in their lives in so many different ways. And I really believe that a lot of it's because they're taking that time for themselves, like they're doing something that's for them. And then on the other side, they're also being more more authentic to, to who they are as people because they're dressing in a way that's like – like I said, who they are as people rather than like, oh, like just throwing on whatever they can find or trying right. to wear things because they feel like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to wear. Like when they kind of take that out of the element, it's like this twofold process and suddenly they're getting promotions or they're having growth in their business or suddenly, you know, different things in their lives are just better. And it's so funny mm-hmm. because – so many of them will say to me, like, they're confused about it, too. They're like, <laughs> they like, they're like, I don't understand why just, like, dressing, for them, they, like, a lot of times they'll look at it as, like, why is it just that I'm dressing better that everything is changing? And I always tell them it's not that, like, it's better or worse. It's that it's you. Right. And suddenly, like, you just feel better and you are doing things differently because you just feel more like yourself. And I think that's such a cool thing. And it can be with so many 
so many things in life, like you said, like eating differently or even like just taking the time to meditate for like two minutes in the morning or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think it's so important for people to stop like continuing to just like not take care of themselves because I've seen like so many of my friends and family members and clients even that just continue to like not make them not do anything for themselves. And I feel like when you do that for so long, it can be so hard to kind of get out of that in a sense. Right. Like, I mean, I even know for myself, like I, like I've, I'm, I always tell my clients, my clients and listeners, I'm very willing to admit I'm a human being and I always have times where I'm not feeling so good either. Like, just a few weeks ago, I had like this, like couple of weeks that I was just in this like funk, you know, and it was hard to even just get dressed and take a shower. And, but we don't think of those things as self-care until we like don't really do them as much as we right? should, you know? <laughs> That's so like, that very true, right? Even something as simple as a shower, like what? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, and like, because if you work from home or anything like that, sometimes taking exactly. a shower is, yeah. is like truly a big deal. Uh-huh. And like putting on, just like putting clothes on and not just staying in like your PJs all day. It can be like mm-hmm. a thing that seems really small, but it can make such a huge difference. And I, I talk about it a lot on the podcast and I like, I, even though I talk about it, I still like will tell my clients, I still, like, slip into that every once in a while, too, because it's like, you know, something will happen or you feel, like, a little bit blah, and suddenly you're, like, it's like those little things start to, you lose them, and then it's not until you're, like, wait a second, when was the last time I got dressed? You know, like, (laughs) if you have to ask that, like, maybe we need to just, like, make make ourselves a priority, because that's really what it's about, is, like, catch like I think it's important to try to like catch it if you like slip into that funk because mm-hmm. it can be so hard to get out on the other side and like once you do like even just taking that shower it's like whoa I feel like a different person now <laughs> you know absolutely yeah <laughs> but but yes so taking care of yourself so what what kind of tips would you would you give to people who are struggling to like make those changes or do those things for themselves that are like self-care related? Like, do you have tips that you use or that you suggest to clients and that sort of thing? Yeah. Well, I think my work is very experiential. So it's like mm-hmm. a lot, I'm my own guinea pig, you know what I mean? So it's like, I really do, um, I really do base a lot of my work based on my own experience and, you know, and then give that to my clients and they implement and they have, you know, amazing results as well. And so what I've just noticed worked for me, and I always refer back to when I decided to go plant-based and started working out because to me that was the biggest, the like literally the most hugest just transformational self-care act I've ever done for myself. It literally has completely changed my life. And what really made me make the change and make that shift and say, I have to make this with a priority, make this a priority was my health. Like I really just started to 
look at myself on my periscopes and, you know, and my live streams, and I just was like, you don't look abundant, Jess. Like, you know, my gift is all about teaching about abundance, and I'm like, yeah, you, you know, you have an abundant home. You have manifested an amazing car. You manifested your child in an amazing school. You've done these great things, but look at your body. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like mm-hmm. I got to the point where I was like, your body is not happy. And yeah. in order for me to attract more abundance, my body has to be healthy. Like, and again, going back to the whole, usually woo people have a very hard time with being grounded. And that's what I started to notice was I have to, it, you know, it really goes back to the walking your talk. Yeah, I can walk my talk when it comes to let's manifest this, let's manifest that. But it's like, what about your body? That is like, mm-hmm. that's your temple. That is like a main priority. And so I think my my biggest thing for anyone who's like, okay, yeah, I want to make self-care a priority, but I don't know what to do. You have to find what is going to be your trigger and what's going to motivate you. Um, and for me, that absolutely was my health. Like once I got to the point where I was just like, I'm sick of being, I'm sick of having sinus infections. I'm sick of you know, um, I'm just sick of feeling blah and low energy. Mm-hmm. That was the trigger for me that made me absolutely say this has to be a priority. And so, again, going back to my experience and giving that to, you know, a listener or a client, um, you absolutely just have, you have to find what is going to be your motivating factor. It cannot be, you know, I want to be healthier because of my spouse or, you know, I want to be happier for my children. It absolutely 100% has to be based on you and what you want for yourself. And I know that I love really that. hard. Yeah, right? Like, I know it, yeah. it can be really hard for parents, especially mothers, um, mm-hmm. and for married women. Like, you are making everyone else a priority, but it's so important to set those boundaries in place, right? Like, Right. Make yourself a priority by first putting a boundary in place and saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym this many days a week at this time. This is a priority, babe. You can watch the children, like, right, yeah. or whatever the case may be. Um, right. You know, whatever you decide your self-care routine is going to be for you, it just has to be a priority, and it has to be 100% internally motivated, so it can't be motivated yeah. by someone else. Like, I want a hot date, so I'm going to lose weight. Like, no, that's it's just not going to last. <laughs> right. Yeah. I completely understand that. And I feel like, you know, that even relates to, you know, obviously bringing it back to our wardrobe a bit. Whenever I have clients that are trying to dress, like, for other people, I always – you know, I'll always be like, let's bring it in for a second because it truly has to be for you. You know, I, and I guess you want your significant other to, you know, be like, hey, babe, you look hot today kind of thing. But it should be because you're dressing for yourself first, I think. Yeah. Because when we are just dressing for those other people in our lives, I feel like that's when it's, hard to even want to get dressed because you're like, yeah. you're just doing it for other people, right? Instead of yourself. And um, I always, I always laugh because I grew up with my, my mom was like a very, she's like a very strong influence in my life. And I, I'm really fortunate in that she's like a very, 
uh, tell it, say it like it is kind of woman, mm-hmm. especially like to my dad. So like, I feel <laughs> like because of that, I like I learned kind of early on. Like you know, my dad would say the whole like if you hear men say, "Oh, is that what you're gonna wear today?" <laughs> She'd be like, "Yeah." Because right? I like it. Right. <laughs> and and I always, like, I remember that growing up. And I, like, even now, I think it, like, that was really powerful to see because she would, you know, kind of taught me, like, yeah, no, I am going to dress for myself first. Like, there's mm-hmm. not, like, that's important. Um, and it always kind of, it can always kind of be tricky because I have had clients who um, were strictly dressing for, their significant other and it was a very much I noticed a kind of like this interesting cycle that they would go through where you know initially they were like I've only been dressing because my husband likes this he doesn't like this x y and z and they were kind of like that doesn't make me feel good and they acknowledged hey this isn't me but then they would kind of get on the other end and be like a, almost a like struggle to be to really get out of that dressing for them. Um, I hope I'm making sense. I'm making yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> they struggled to like you know we would go shopping together and it would be like I would be pull, I pulled things that we decided okay these are going to be things that are truly you. You know maybe it's not what what your husband or spouse or whoever um, necessarily, like, says, like, you should wear this, this, and this, because that doesn't feel good to you anymore. But then when we would go shopping, they would be, like, almost afraid to be, like, oh, yeah. oh I can do this for me. You know, and it is, it is interesting, and I completely understand how it could be this process of, like, probably a little bit of, like, a tug-of-war tug of, tug of type of thing situation where it's like you want Mm -hmm. to please the person but you also want to feel good yourself yeah absolutely Um, so like what would you even say because I feel like you're so good at like kind of interpreting things like that um like if someone is was struggling with that what is something that you would say like could maybe be like a baby step or something like that to like kind of emotionally wrap their minds around the change of it. Yeah, that one is a lot trickier because I've always been that type of person that, you know, just was the rebel. Like, if I want to wear it, I'm going to wear it a little ahead of the trend, and then the trend comes out six months later. But six months ago, everyone was making fun of me because they're like, what the hell are you wearing, right? And then even, like, with my, um, my ex, like, he would be like, you know, I want you to wear dresses, and I want you to do this, and da, 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 da. I'm like, no, like it's not going to happen. That's not my style. So right. for me, I am a lot more headstrong, I think, than most people when it comes, especially if you have a spouse and you are used to dressing to please that person, that's going to take boundaries. You know, it will take you getting to a point where you're like, you know what, my happiness and my abundance means the world to me. My alignment, that's what it really is all about, is alignment. And that's why your clients are experiencing, you know, the promotions and more clients and abundance in this. <laughs> Once they start aligning their dressing, their you know, their style to who they really <laughs> are. Um, 
So going back to that, for the, for the spouse or, you know, the girlfriend who's dressing for their partner, you really have to make alignment a priority because the more that you dress for yourself, the more the abundance is going to come in. If you're dressing to please your spouse, your partner, your children, your boss, your clients, I mean, that's an immediate just misalignment and the abundance flies out the window. It cannot be attracted to you because you're not in alignment. And so, again, it just goes back to that person saying, you know what, I have to set this boundary because alignment, abundance, being happy, getting what I want means the world to me. I love you, babe, but (laughs) I love you, babe, but I love me more. (laughs) I think that's so powerful because it kind of, it kind of seems like, and I, and I love how you share about self-care. It's almost like, you know, we have to set boundaries for ourselves Mm -hmm. for self-care. Like, you know, decide like, this is my boundary for taking care of myself in this way or this way. And um, I think that's a really cool way of kind of looking at it because we don't really have a lot of boundaries. I feel like especially in the time we live in where it's like social media and sharing everything about yourself, right? right? (laughs) It can be hard to like have or to feel like you can have any boundaries even. Mm -hmm. Um. So I love that for sure. I think that's a really, a really cool perspective to, to give to people because, and would you say, I feel like I've even noticed for myself, like I said, like a couple of weeks ago, I had a, I had my own little like funk, if you will. And, um, I noticed like, I was like, I, for me, it was like, I'm very much the kind of person where I have to make like the conscious decision. I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to get my button gear and do this for myself. I'm going to go take a shower. I'm going to go put, you know, put an outfit on that makes me feel good, even if I'm not going anywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think kind of like eliminating those, like, because I have a lot of clients who, like, after they work with me, they'll be like, now I feel like even if I don't have an occasion to, like, get dressed for some reason like people always feel like you have to have an occasion to like put regular clothes like to put clothes on and I'm like why to me I'm always like there doesn't have to be like a special occasion like I'm totally I've said it on the (laughs) show before I've had days where to me it felt really good to put like a sequin dress on and I was not leaving the house that day like you would have thought I was going out like on New Year's Eve and I was just like this just feels good to me today (laughs) Yeah, um, that's fun. Yeah, but also I feel like, you know, once you start doing, like, one thing of self-care, it becomes a little bit easier to to apply it in other areas of your life. Would you yeah. agree with that? Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Because it was like once I – first I went plant-based, and then that mm-hmm. just made me say, oh, crap, I'm losing weight, like, really fast. Let me do something about this, so I need to start working mm-hmm. out, right? Like, it's just has mm-hmm. this ripple effect, and then, you know, that leads to, well, I want to do something fun with my hair, or I want to do something, you know, like, get my feet done or get my hands done, right? Like, it does have yeah. this ripple effect. I've even noticed now um, it's completely affecting my fashion, whereas before it was kind of like, okay, I'm just going to wear whatever fits, and now I'm like, you know what, I'm getting a lot more here with what I want to wear, which is 
how I yeah. was when I was younger. So it's like, it's really yeah. just, like you, like you said, it has that ripple effect. Like you start mm-hmm. one self-care routine and you don't even have to think about what's the next step. You're just, your soul is naturally going to gravitate towards the next step. You don't even have to think yeah. about it. Absolutely. So it's really just like following what feels good, which is yep. something that I know you you talk about <laughs> so often in your in your line of work. Because even when I've gone to you for um, your what you offer, it, it kind of always goes back to that. I feel like right. It's like you feel it. Like we all deep down kind of know mm-hmm. what we need, right? Like. We know we need to take that shower, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, right? <laughs> but like we know, like what we need to do and what makes us feel good. It's just like taking that step and actually doing it mm-hmm. that can make that. That's what really makes the difference. And I feel like that's where, um, when I've noticed so many of my clients, it's like they will come to me in a place where they're very much like. You know, they've been thinking about hiring a professional to help them with this for so long, and they go through all of the emotions of, oh, shouldn't I just be able to, like, dress myself, or why can't I do this myself? (laughs) And then when they finally say, okay, I'm just going to kind of bite the bullet and do it, suddenly, like, they do get all of these things in their lives because they just, like, finally put that into place where... Right, like, I feel like you've talked about this, I don't, probably in, like, a periscope or something, when it's, like, you aren't, like, taking those steps that, like, you need to do or, like, feel, like, you have that feeling. It's almost, like, blocking the abundance, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because, like you said, it, it does all go back to that feeling. You know, we can feel really negatively about, going back to fashion, like we can feel very negatively about our fashion and our style for so long that we get to the point where we're stuck. And we do need someone to help us out, um, which is why people hire you, you know. And it's like we we shouldn't feel bad that we need the help. Just like I want to hire a coach to help me, you know, get really clear about my macros and what I need to eat and what exercise plan I need so I can get to the, like, ideal body weight. That would mm-hmm. be, you know, that that's a self-care act where it's like, you know what, I feel this is the next step. I'm not going to stay stuck in a rut feeling negative mm-hmm. about, you know, where I want to go. And so same with your clients. It's like don't feel negative that you're hiring someone to help you out because it's actually really in alignment. It's actually really going to get you to where you want to go at the end of the day, you know. Right, right. It's like hiring, you know, anyone for help. I feel like that's even a a form of self-care, right? It's just like asking for help, you know, whether it's asking someone to paint your house or instead of doing it yourself or Mm -hmm, hiring a mm -hmm. trainer or someone like you who can help them, you know, with like spiritual advising kind of thing. It can be so Mm -hmm. many different things that we just like asking for that help it's almost like a relief right <laughs> like it's I know any time I've I've hired someone to help it's always that thing that place of I feel like a lot of us get trapped in well why am I spending money on something that I could probably do myself but when we really think about it like can we really do it ourselves exactly as, 
you know, or, and like, if we can, like, how much longer is it going to take or how much more frustration is that going to bring to your life Mm -hmm. when you could just like, here's my credit card, like, just do it for me. And like, suddenly it's like, this weight has been lifted off and you're like, no, I don't actually have to figure that out myself. (laughs) And that's, that's, you hit it on the the nail on the head because I was going to say that, like, we really have to figure out where our zone of genius is. And mm-hmm. we say it all the time in business, but it goes for life too. Like I already know my zone of genius is not fashion and style. So I'm going to hire Mallory because I need help, right? Like I don't want to spend the rest of my life trying to figure out what to wear when someone can actually figure that out for you, right? That's your right. zone of genius. Right. And so it's like we have to figure out where our zone of genius is because we're not going to be geniuses in every area of life. And so it's like, once you figure out what you're really passionate about, what you're really good with, um, you can start to delegate those other parts of your life. You know, going back to me hiring a, a fitness coach, like that's, that, that would be a huge relief to have someone tell me, hey, this is what you need to do to get where you need to be. You know, just like if you right. want to hire a business coach, this is what you need to do so you can get your business where you want it to be. Same for hiring you. <laughs> this is what you need to do so your fashion, your style can be where you want it to be. And just like right. delegate those things so you can have mm-hmm. a plan of action so you can incorporate that into your self-care routine. Because if you have to figure out the ins and outs of other industries just so you can implement it into your self-care routine, you're not going to do it. It's going to feel absolutely yeah. draining. You know, it's, a, it's another story if you're actually passionate about it and you're like, oh, crap, I'm learning something new. This is amazing. Like, I'm on fire about this. But if mm-hmm. it's not lighting you up, um, get help with it, you know, and don't feel bad about it. It's an, it's an investment, which means there's going to be a return on it, you know. Like, you're going right. to feel amazing. Right. Yeah, I think that's such a great way of phrasing that is, you know, just asking for that help, and it's, unless unless it's something that you're really excited about, like you said, then it's completely different. But when it's something that does feel so draining to you to try to figure out, like yeah. you're not going to enjoy the process, and who really sticks with something that they don't have? They're you know they're not excited about it. Exactly. <laughs> That's why exactly. like, I always go back to. You know, the fact that I, like, and why most people have accountants, for example, like, <laughs> if you're, if that's something that you are, like, passionate about or have, like, that skill for, that is going to completely wipe you out. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm completely honest, like, I, to me, it's even draining to think about, like, going through, like, my expenses and, like, organizing all that. Like, I can't even do that because it completely... <laughs> Mm-hmm. drains me and I will be I could nap for like a whole week after that <laughs> because, <laughs> because you know even just the thought of it I'm like oh that feels awful and I think that's where you know people listening should really like think about like if they're in uh, this place where they're struggling to find where they need to ask for help or implement self-care it's like think of those areas in your life that or just your daily routine and, like, I think kind of keeping, you know, just kind of noting to yourself in your mind, you don't have to write it down, but if you're kind of, like, going through a process in the morning or something and you're like, oh, if it drains you, 
Right. That's like a way to try to look at, okay, well, how can I make this better? How can I make this where I'm not drained about it? Or, mm-hmm. you know, is it this something that I can delegate? And kind of just like keeping tabs on things that you feel like that throughout the day. And then I think also looking at what are things that like give you energy then besides, you know, not just caffeine. (laughs) (laughs) What's actually like giving you that energy, you know, because I think we don't really spend a lot of time really thinking about like, oh, I feel really good after I do this. Or this makes Um. me, when I do this, I feel so much more powerful or, you know, excited about life and that sort of thing. Because I'm the, the same way with working out. When I don't work out, I'm so crabby. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I know for myself and just my clients and everyone in my life, I'm just a better person to them also when I take that time to go to the gym. Yeah. Um, you know, and one of my clients has mentioned that before where she said she's noticed and she's started to make herself a priority, like, go, like, you know, now dressing in a way that makes her feel good. She makes that time to go to the gym now every day. She's eating better. She, she told me, she's like, it's the weirdest thing, but now I feel like I'm more present as a mother and as a wife, and I feel like I'm more, I'm better because I'm doing something for myself. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's something that a lot of, I feel like I have so many clients that are mothers and that's, they think the opposite is going to happen. I feel like a lot of times they feel like they're, they're not going to be a good mom or wife or significant other if they do something for themselves. Cause they'll mm-hmm. so often say to me like, well, why should I do this or spend money on this when I could do it for, spend that money on my children or something around the house. But it's like, we have to do, something for ourselves too like we can't just what's that saying it's like you can't you can't pour from an empty tank or something like that yeah and that's exactly Um, what it is yeah because it's like you get so run down and you get so you're just giving everyone else everything that it's like suddenly I, I mean I would imagine it's like you feel like you have nothing left to give at a, mm-hmm. at a certain point right like you're just kind of feel depleted. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. You know, and I know when I was at my heaviest weight, that's pretty much I was at that point where it was like, what more do you have to give? You literally mm-hmm. have nothing to give. You you are crabby. You are, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, mm-hmm. what more do you have to give? You're not yeah. that happy. So you need to put the boundary in place and do yeah. what's going to make you happy. And it's like, you know, if any mother is listening right now or wife and she's feeling that, that, you know, and I know because I've, I've had, um, you know, people in my tribe in my group, one lady who has like three kids, maybe even five kids, and she's a single mom, and she literally does not have time for anything. And this is a constant story that she keeps repeating over and over and over. It's a block because she won't even do the necessary action that it takes to get unblocked. And so it's like when you know that you are blocking yourself from getting to where you want to be, you have to, something has to break. You know, it's like you have to just throw something up in the air and say, okay, God, spirit, whomever you believe in, 
Um, mm-hmm. You have to show me what to do here because it's like you, in order for you to back to the well and, you know, giving energy, you have to put some energy back into you. And I like how you said you've got to find what excites you. You know, it's so mm-hmm. true. Like your self-care routine has to excite you or, again, you're just not going to stick with it. Um, whatever it is that you're choosing to engage in, it has to light you back up. It has to put some energy in your tank so that you can then go out and be the best mother that you can possibly be and the best spouse that you can possibly be or girlfriend. <laughs> right. Absolutely. No, I completely agree. I think like like we had said before, figuring out those areas that you're feeling drained in and then those areas that you're feeling energized in is going to, yeah. you know, help you to try to figure out where what you need to start incorporating into your self-care routine because we kind of we kind of like I said I think at the end of the day like we kind of know what makes us feel good and what doesn't make us feel good if we really think about it you know I think we kind of like put those walls up and we're like no I don't know I don't know but we really kind of like let go of like, as you always mention, like our egos or, you know, any walls, like just think to yourself, you don't have to tell anybody, but just think to yourself, like, what's bringing me joy and what is bringing me frustration? And you'll know, even though, like, you already do know, (laughs) (laughs) you can kind of, like, go throughout that process. And that's something that I've even done with myself is, like, figuring out, like, I think that even relates to who you spend time with, you know, like on a daily basis. Like that's, I feel like a form of self-care is even just, I had told you this a few months ago, I think. Um, I like totally went through a phase where I was so antisocial that it was ridiculous. Like yeah, it was just like so antisocial. And I'm like, I'm an introvert. So like I do have to, to me, I like to be protective over like, I don't just like to go out all day, every day. Like, I do need my time alone and inside. But it did get to a point where I was like, I started to feel like, like, I always knew I should go out and, like, go hang out with a friend, go, you know, meet someone for, for a drink or, you know, just, like, go on a walk or something Mm -hmm. like that. And you, like... Now that I've actually been doing that a little bit more, it's suddenly like, oh, this isn't so bad, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but also, right? like, but also, I think you know, so many of us get kind of caught up in like the people. I think the people I've learned this from you too, like the people that you really are surrounded by or you know interact with on a consistent basis can. I feel like have such a huge effect on like how you feel or if they're draining your energy or giving you energy and like that sort of thing. And I think that's even important to think about. Like, you know, like if you have a friend that's just like completely wiping you out all the time, like maybe like let's think of some ways, not that you necessarily have to be like, Hey, I'm never talking to you again. I hate you. (laughs) You know, but like, you know, think of ways because that's uh, – I know I've gotten tripped up in that where it's even like you almost feel guilty for, like, distancing yourself or whatever. But that's 
I mean, would you agree that that's even a form of self-care is like oh, yeah. being a more aware, I guess you would say, over who you're spending time with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because yeah. It, yeah, it goes back to the boundaries. Like if you are in alignment, if you're spending time with people who are draining you, um, who are, I mean, legit draining you. Every time you're hanging out with them, they're complaining or they're, you know, picking your brain about a million things or, you know, they, they're just sucking life out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to put boundaries in place because, again, it yeah. goes back to that alignment. That's a misalignment. That's a huge misalignment if you're hanging out with people who drain you. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've said this plenty of times, like you don't have to necessarily completely cut them off unless you really mm-hmm. feel that relationship is done. Um, right. You just have to put healthier boundaries in place. And maybe that means hanging out with Becky, you know, once a month is enough, right? You love her because right. you've been friends for 20 years, but Becky, girlfriend, I got to distance <laughs> you. And it's out of right. love. It's completely out of love. And what will happen is the dynamic of the relationship will probably shift. Becky might become more positive, which means you guys can start hanging out, right? Maybe Becky will start Mm -hmm. doing something with her life. Maybe she'll decide to become an entrepreneur and, you know, get inspired by you. Um, And then you can start to reengage. But, yeah, hanging out with people who um, are a vibrational match is really big. And that's why you experience that, you know, like you're like, hey, you know what, I can go out for coffee with this certain individual, but I can't necessarily hang out with who I used to hang out with all the time yeah. because they're a drain, you know? And I think right. it's really big for introverts is we can get stuck in becoming reclusive because we're like, mm-hmm. dude, everyone I hang out with is an energy drain, you know? And right. so it's like you <laughs> do have to find people um, who are vibrational match to you. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, that's, that's, that's a huge awesome. self-care act. <laughs> definitely. We, I feel like we've definitely shared a lot of different areas that people can realize that. Yeah. Right. You know, self-care, it's, not, it's not like black and white, which I think. Right. Is, like life is self-care. Right. <laughs> like right. Is. Like, yeah. And I mean, I think that's probably why some people get overwhelmed also is they feel like self-care is black and white. Like you're either doing, you know, getting your hair and nails done and a massage and like all these things every right, single right. day or you're not or you're not doing it at all. But uh-huh. like mm-hmm. like you said, you can start with one thing and it does have that trickle effect. So Yeah, absolutely. And I know and I knew you and I were laughing about this before we started recording, but I love the fact that we're talking about self care. I I sometimes call it self love too. Because mm-hmm. It, on Valentine's Day, which I just think oh, is so, it's so perfect, so perfect, <laughs> so hopefully, and that was completely unplanned. That's what's so funny about it. Like we're just like, okay, let's do it this date. We didn't even pick. Yeah. I don't even think we picked a date. We were like, let's just do it this day, and it just so happened to yeah. fall on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So hopefully, the listeners will, you know. I think for me, my goal with this was to show people that you can show yourself a little love and care in so many different ways and the impact that it can have on your life and bringing more abundance to your life in so many different areas. Yeah. So 
Do you have anything to add before we kind of start to wrap up? Um, I think the only thing I would want to add is just going back to the really just doing what feels good. Um, at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what self-care means to you or what you find to be your self-care practice, just make sure it feels good. You know, whether it's interacting with certain individuals or your children or, you know, whether it's um, giving energy to your spouse or your partner or your children or your job or your career or your clients, right? Like, you just have to make sure that what you're doing feels good because at the end of the day, if you want to attract abundance, you have to feel good, You have, which means you're in alignment. It all boils down to that. The minute you start feeling negative about something, you start feeling bad about something, mm-hmm. investigate that. You know, start to dive deep into that. Why am I feeling bad? And get yourself back into alignment so you can start to attract more abundance. It, it is like this, um, a nice fluid cycle, I would say. Abundance, alignment, self-care, boundaries. <laughs> Like it's one, right. like, sandwich. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They all intertwine and intermix yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. not like they're – a lot of people probably feel like they're very separate entities, but they right. They are. They're the same thing. Yeah, they're the same yeah. thing. At the end of the day, if any of this is going over your head and it's too complicated and you're like, WTF, I just forget self-care, I'm over it, just make sure you're yeah. feeling good. You know, that is really at the the heart of everything. It's just making sure that you feel good because that lets you know that you're in alignment and that's when the abundance comes in. Okay, listeners? <laughs> you're like, okay, feel good. You. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Well, Jess, why don't you share with everyone how they can, like, find you online because I know you have a few different, um, places that people can kind of follow you and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I would say your first step is to go to askspirit.net. That's A-S-K-S-P-I-R-I-T.net. And I have it's um, an audio book and a meditation. It's called Limitless. And it is it's really unlike anything I've ever heard or done before. It literally is like this audio book or it's like a it's an experience that helps you to identify where you're blocked um, and bust through those blocks, bust, bust through those limitations um, so that you can manifest exactly what you want. And when I say anything you want, it's literally anything you want. Whatever you want, you can have, but the first step is to identify where you're blocked. And so Limitless, um, it's an MP3 that you can download, and it absolutely will take you on this journey that will support you with becoming unblocked so you can tap into your limitlessness. <laughs> so yes. And I have that. listened I have listened to it and it's it's amazing. I listened to it when I you know like I said a couple of weeks ago I was feeling so blah. I remembered that you had just launched this new audiobook and I was like I immediately knew I'm like okay. I'm done with feeling blocked. I know Jess has <laughs> thing that I need. And it really did. I felt so relieved in a sense afterwards. Like mm-hmm. I felt like after I listened to it, it was almost like this weight was lifted off your shoulders. But you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of your meditations. I always tell you know, this, right? but <laughs> if you, yes, Jess has the best meditations. 
<laughs> thank you so much. You always say that. And it's so funny because I remember years ago, I was like, I, I was telling my coach, I would just love to have a business where I sell meditations. And it's like, oh now God. it's actually here. Like, and so, yeah, it, it's really cool. I mean, and not to toot my own horn, I love Limitless. I love the energy, just the way spirit inspired me to create it and the way it all came together. Like it's, it really was a labor of love. And I get so many emails all the time, every single day from women who have listened to it. And they're like, holy crap, like this is amazing. Thank you so much. And like you said, mm-hmm. it, it brings them relief. Like that seems yeah. to be the, the um, unanimous like noun here or adjective rather. Like it's okay. me relief. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yes. Yeah. If you want some relief. <laughs> Go listen to it if you need some relief. Yeah, right? (laughs) Exactly. And then do you you have any – I know you have – you're pretty big on Instagram as well, right? Yeah, Instagram, I pretty much – I have two accounts. I have my main account, which is really me and, you know, walking people through this journey of me becoming plant-based, becoming a vegan weightlifter. Um, And so if you're into – you know, really wanting to take the self-care route, um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at love the sage. Um, but if you're more into the spiritual, like, woo stuff, then you can follow me at AskSpirit11. But I post pretty much daily on my regular, which is at love the sage. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jess. I know I will put the links also in the show notes here. So if anyone um, didn't catch the n- names of all her links and everything to get limitless and all of that, I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. Um, Jess, thank you so much for taking the time to share your expertise in this area. I know people I th- think this was just such a fresh perspective on self-care. So I know all the listeners are really going to enjoy it. As I always I always feel energized after I talk to you. So I'm sure everyone else is going to as well. (laughs) So thank thank you you so much. Yeah. and for um, having me. Absolutely. (laughs) It's a blast. And I always love connecting with you. So I'm very honored that you were even like, hey, let's do this. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, I've been thinking about it for a while. So I was finally like, okay, self-care. This is it. (laughs) So... Thank you so much, and uh, I think we're going to wrap up for this episode of the podcast. As always, thank you all so much for listening, and I will talk with you next time.